Well, good morning, PCN family. Uh, thank you, Pastor Greg, for the wonderful introduction and prayer and announcements. Uh, this is a different world that we're living in uh, right now, and so we're doing our best to try and give you uh, all that we can to stay connected and engaged during this uh, coronavirus uh, pandemic, if you will. Uh, I wanted to also share with you something that Pastor Alicia is doing for the kids. Uh, she has sent out a picture on the group uh, Remind for all the parents of some activities that the children can be doing with their families. And so please take a moment and enjoy that time with family, getting into the Word, doing some fun activities. And uh, if you want a paper copy of that, please let us know and we can do that. We'll get that ready for you at the church or at our house and you can stop by and pick that up. Otherwise, it'll be on the, on the email and Alicia has sent that out as well. So we're looking forward to a great day and a great time together as we get into God's Word this morning. So would you join me? Uh, I want to say a quick prayer before we get going and then we're going to dive into God's Word here this morning. God, we just uh, give you praise for who you are. You are so good to us. Your faithfulness is so mighty, it is so strong, and it's so uh, needed in this time. And I thank you, God, that even in a world that's full of chaos and mystery, we can continue to trust you uh, with everything. And I pray, Lord, that this word that you've given would be a word that you can uh, continue to have resonate in our minds uh, this week and going forward in the days ahead, as we can remember that we are your children and we are trusting in you every step of the way. God, we give you this time. We ask you to bless it, use it, speak to our hearts, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I've entitled this message, We Are Not. And let me just start out for a moment and just say and state the obvious. You know, we're, we're putting things on pause in life right now, uh, as we know it. We're pausing our normal church plans. We are pausing sermon plans and sermon preparations. Uh, we're pausing meetings. We're pausing different things that are going on at a regular time. But we're pausing schools, and some of us are pausing work responsibilities. And in those moments, we're being able to take and make new memories uh, with family and those that are around us. The world is crazy. It's ever-changing. Uh, and moment to moment, the details can change. The facts are changing. The, the theories continue to run rampant and wild. And there are many unknowns for many, if not most of us, out there today. If you are catching this video message today and you have been sleeping under a rock this week, there's a lot of unrest right now in our world. As you know, the coronavirus, COVID-19, is spreading. The stock market has been plunging, ups and downs that are very drastic. People are panicking. In fact, toilet paper is running off the shelves. Can you believe it? We're stockpiling supplies and we're get, trying to get anything we can to survive this because we don't know what's going to happen. You know, I don't pretend to be an expert. I don't know where this is going to go. But today, I want to speak to you from a faith perspective. Uh, we had an opportunity this week to get into the schools, and the school called a meeting uh, for some of the community leaders to gather around and see how we could come about and help the community in this time. Uh, with the snack pack program that meets in our church, we've been able to uh, really wind up those efforts and really expand those with the help of the school and the snack pack program and many in the community. We had many people there from different food banks and, and we were all coming together to work as the same team at the same place, helping each other find resources that would help our community. As we went about this meeting, it was so great to just hear the, hear the voices and hear the different people talk about how we may be able to help one another. 
at the end of this meeting, as we got through all the resources and we figured out who was going to do what, um, one of the school administrators just stopped and said, you know, I think we need to end this meeting with prayer. And my jaw just dropped. I was so thankful to be a part of a, a community, a part of a school district that is now uh, coming together and uniting with those of us in the church, churches and the different areas and the different community programs that are going on. And our very own Pastor Greg just jumped. He did not hesitate. And we were able to pray together, uh, school administrators, uh, food bank operators and directors, uh, snack pack programs, pastors, all around the same table as we were able to give God praise and seek his face in this time of uncertainty. It was just a great time to come together as a community. Throughout the week, things have changed, and that brings us today to today. Sports are gone for now. It's kind of odd to turn on the TV or to look for the NCAA tournament, and nothing is there. Schools are closed for now, maybe even for the rest of the year. We don't know yet. You know, travel bans are appearing. Quarantines are happening. And now we just get word that the shelter-in mandate is taking place. Grocery stores are still out of toilet paper, and many are still out of ground beef, <laughs> if you will. So today, here's what we're going to do. I'm not going to make any long-term decisions today, and we're, we're going to follow the rules and the mandates that are placed in front of us. Our church wants to continue to connect and engage with those around us the best way that we can. And I have found that in times of crisis and panic, it's best not to project out into the future. It's always best to make wise and healthy decisions based on the facts that we know today. As followers of Christ, the filter that forms our decisions, though, is very different. I want us to look at God's word today for our filter, if you will, from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 7 and 9. You can follow along with me if you'd like. Here's what Paul writes. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. Why is that? Why do we, why do we think that? And I, why do we have to read that in a time like this? I believe it's, it's simply this, and it's the title of this message. Because we are not. We are not of this world. We are not to be conformed by this world or to this world. We do not live like those who have no hope. We are different. So I want to share with you today three ways that we are not. Number one, we live by faith. We are not living by fear. Jesus was talking to his disciples, and I believe you and me today, in the book of John, chapter 14, and it says this. It says, do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me, John 14, 1. Then he goes on in the same chapter, in verse 27, we see these words from Jesus. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. One of the great translations that I like to read for conversation and just for application really is the New Living Translation. And it, it, it phrases that verse this way. I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. 
So don't be troubled or afraid. You see, his peace goes beyond any human understanding. You see, God was not caught off guard by this crisis. He wasn't up there in heaven looking down on us and saying, Oh no, I did not see this coming. Our God is faithful. He's in control. You see, our God is a good, good father. Our God has a plan. He won't leave us. He won't forsake us. Paul said to Timothy, For God did not give us a spirit of fear or timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. I believe this is true and important because we are not needing to be panicking right now because we have his peace. We are not living in fear because we have faith in a God who's good. Second Corinthians 5, 7 says it this way, for we live by faith and not by sight. So we live by faith. We are not living by fear. Number two, we are sacrificial. We are not selfish. Philippians 2, 3, and 4 says this. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interest, but take an interest in others too. You see, we are the body of Christ, and we need to put others ahead of ourselves. We're all making decisions every day that involve sacrifice, whether it's supplies at the store or risking your health to help someone else, or maybe it's just going without because things just aren't normal. We are in this together. We live in a day and age where people make a lot of decisions based on their own selfish thoughts and feelings. Not all of our selfish thoughts are bad. Not all of them impact anyone else. But in our world today, there are new realities every second with health and government and our livelihood. It's important that we continue to think of others before ourselves. It's easier many times to just put our head down and to stay in our little world and not worry about anything or anyone else. In fact, I would say that's where I would probably prefer to stay, if I'd be honest with you. I'd rather just hunker down with my family and make sure that we stayed inside and stayed safe. But God has called us as Christians to be there for others. We are not selfish. We are sacrificial. I want to encourage you to dis, to, to, today <laughs> to display your faith even more. I want to encourage you to continue to worship and help others worship too. And you see, it doesn't have to just be on Sundays, but it can be a daily act of worship. That's what worship should be anyway, a daily offering to God with our life. I want to encourage you in this moment right now, when there comes times in your life where you just want to be selfish. You want to say a word or a phrase or, or something that is really about you and not about somebody else that you may be talking about. Would you ask the Lord just to check it? Check your heart, check your voice, check your tone, and just say, God, would you help me to make a sacrifice for somebody else today? Would you help me to encourage somebody else today? Would you help me to worship you with the way that I treat others today? I also want to encourage you to join together as a family, pray together, spend time together, worship together in song, 
play some songs that we're going to put out there for you on a playlist that Michelle has put together for us. We're going to include those in our, on our emails to the, to the church, on our Facebook page, as well as the YouTube channel. So get a hold of those playlists and, and listen along, sing along. They're songs that we sing in church. They're songs that you're used to. And I would encourage you to, to listen to those and play those. Play them loud. Sing to the top of your lungs. Enjoy that time of worship with your family. You see, it's important that we continue to seek God's face and we continue to help someone else do the same. You see, we cannot meet together for worship like we used to, but that doesn't mean we can't still worship together. So I want to encourage you once again, don't stop worshiping. Don't stop seeking God. You see, there are a lot of people looking for hope in our world. And with all my heart, I do believe that God will use this time for good, but we must turn to Jesus. So today, we're learning that we are not, we are not living by fear because we live by faith. We are not selfish because we are sacrificial and care for others. And finally, number three, we are not alone. We are in this together. Matthew 5, 14 to 16, Jesus says these words. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. During this time, people are afraid. They are unsettled, they are anxious, and they are looking for hope. The good news is that we are hope dealers. This virus, it may be highly contagious. In fact, we see numbers doubling and tripling overnight. I know that as Christ followers, we can be Christians that are more contagious than this virus. We can spread hope. We can spread love and we can spread the life and the love of Christ Jesus to those that are around us. I believe that the hope and the love of Jesus spreads faster than any coronavirus. You see, we are not of this world. We do not grieve or panic like those who have no hope. As I mentioned earlier this week in a video on Matthew chapter 9, Jesus said, I did not come for the healthy, but for the sick. Not for the righteous, but for sinners. We are not of this world. We do not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Jesus does not lead us into temptation, but he delivers us from evil. We do not store up our treasures here on earth, but instead we store up those things in heaven. Do we have good news for the world? I believe we do. We are saved by grace and not by works. We are justified by faith in Christ, not by the works of the law. We do not set our minds on earthly things, social media, the negativity of the news every single second, but we set our minds on things above. You see, we cannot, we cannot become weary in doing good. We are in a battle for sure. This world is crazy right now, seemingly getting crazier by the minute. But the truth of God's word still stands. 
We struggle not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and authorities and powers of the evil. We will not be overcome with evil, but we will overcome evil with good. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promises. We will not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope. The Lord is our helper. We will not be afraid. You see, we need to remember what Paul reminds us of. He says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, make your requests known to God and the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. We are different. We are not of this world. Our minds are not conformed, but they are being transformed. So we can do the will of God. We are not. We are not. We live by faith. We are not living by fear. We are sacrificial. We are not selfish. We are not alone. We are in this together. Our text for this morning, 2 Corinthians 4, 7 through 9, once again says this, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. That's why we are not afraid. I want to encourage you today to be an encouragement to others. Worship with those that you love that are around you. There are so many options out there to get your church fixed today, if that's what you're looking for. My prayer is that this has been an encouragement to you. And I pray that as this week goes on and we continue to send out these daily or, or weekly encouragements through video, that you would choose to worship with us as well. I would encourage you to go and find other pastors and churches that are doing a great job, and we will continue to be here for you as well. We are going to, in the process of putting together some, some worship playlists for you that you can use that will help you to worship with your family. Also, we are working out some details that will help us, if we are able to, produce some live uh, videos of our worship team uh, leading us in worship. We have to be careful to continue to follow the mandates that are in front of us, but we will continue to connect and engage with real people for real relationships so we can experience real encounters with a living God who loves us and cares for us. Would you pray with me this morning? Father God, we thank you so much that you have set us apart so that we are not of this world. God, I pray for each person that's watching this today. I pray that, Lord, if they do not know you right now and today, that they would turn their face to you and they would cry out to you for help. God, would they come to know you in a personal and loving and intimate way. God, I pray that if they don't know you and they haven't asked for your forgiveness in their life, that you would just speak to their hearts right now and they would cry out a, a prayer of forgiveness, a prayer of repentance and trust you with their life. God, I pray for all of us today as we're watching this 
as we're going about our days, would you help us to continue to keep our eyes fixed on you? Would you help us to get in your word? Would you help us to encourage one another? And Lord, when it's all said and done, when this virus has has run its course and we're back to the normal way of living, may it not be so normal, but may we remember that you have carried us through this time and we will forever be changed because of you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace, your mercy, your forgiveness. And God, I pray your hedge of protection around your people. In Jesus' name we pray. And all of God's people said, amen and amen. I want you to know God loves you and so do I. We'll be in contact soon. Have a great week.